to the Bread and Wine Podcast. How about it? Oh yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, where we explore the question, what does it look like to engage the world like Jesus? Today is episode number four, and we're going to be asking the question, what is my role in God's plan? Mm, Yeah, and particularly today, we're going to kind of be working our way down from what is God's great cosmic plan all the way down to you personally how does your life play a role in that grand, majestic vision and mission? That's right. Hey, I'm going to do something very practical and lower your microphone just a hair. Help me out. Yeah, there you go. Okay. It's a little little, little spitting with the P words. You know what I'm saying? I'm tough with the microphone placement, man. <laughs> just be real. All right. So let's, like Seth said, let's start off with that kind of bigger picture. But And the reason is, is because Seth actually had the idea for this podcast. He had said, you know, I really feel strongly that people need to um, hear about what their plan, what their role is, what their mission is. Like a lot of people feel right, Seth, explain, explain that to them. Why you, wh- why you wanted to bring this up real quick. Yeah. I mean, I, I just meet a lot of people every day. Like that's pretty much what I do. We go out in the community and we meet people that are hurting or, or that just want to discover God. Right. Mm-hmm. And time and time again, I, I come across people that are just kind of eking their way through life. Purposeless. Uh, it's, they don't have any meaning. And they wake up, they kind of go through the motions. Maybe they have a job that gets them by um, and that they're secure. They're financially secure. They don't really have many worries. But in, in all honesty, they just don't have anything driving them. It's just mm. th- their drive is let me get you need, by. You need to turn your music off oh, yeah. on your iPad. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> wow. But... Okay, and so he wanted to have a conversation about that. And when he brought that up to me, I was like, that's a really good idea. But I, I think it's a great, a, a really good idea to take a step back a little bit and think about God's plan. And the reason I say that is sometimes we get hyper-focused on me, my mission, my purpose. And it becomes, while that's important, it becomes about me, 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 yeah. me, me. And we're not thinking about the greater body of Christ. We're not thinking about you know, the, the plan and the mission that God has for the entire cosmos. Mm-hmm. And, and when we do that, I think it helps us, number one, to um, to breathe a little bit whenever we think that we're a role in a great story that yeah. God's been telling, been telling for thousands and thousands of years. Um, but on top of that, um, it helps us, again, to just think of other people in this. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it's it's I've just been around plenty of people who it's like hyper-focused on me and my mission and my calling and what God has for me. Yeah. And I ask the question, like, well, what does that mean for others? Because for example, the gifts of the spirit are given to us. Why? For the building up of mm-hmm. the body. They're not given to you so that you can call yourself apostle Seth or prophet Seth. They're given to you. Not that you can't do that. Paul uses that language, but they're given to you so that you can help other people right. in the apostolic role. And so that you, with that role that you've been given. And so with that being said, God is telling an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Seth used to mention even going back to Moses at some point here in this. Yeah. But he's been telling this story for thousands of years uh, through the people of Israel. Is really how he how it was birthed um, through Abraham and then the people of Israel. And in the in those scriptures, you get to see this incredible relationship that God has with them and how he is showing the world what it looks like to be a people that are ruled by God. 
Mm. What does it look like to be an intimate relationship with God? God was a God who always wanted to be among his people. He wanted to tabernacle among them. He wanted to tent among them. God wants to be with us. Mm -hmm. He wants to be with you. And he shared that story. And then Israel was to be a light to the world to go, this is what it looks like to live in that relationship with God as God is our ruler and our king. But this king intimately loves us and cares for us. Mm And there's oftentimes where they fail to do that, but that actual plan hasn't shifted except for they've invited the Gentiles, yeah. which would be us, <laughs> into that plan. Yeah. And now we are able to participate because at the end game, God is renewing the heavens and the earth. We are not going off to heaven to fly on a cloud. <laughs> the scriptures are very clear. He is going to recreate, renew the heavens and the earth. And everything is going to be set free from corruption. Yeah. And he has now invited us to begin to participate in that as we prepare people for that grand renewal. And we start to see the renewal take place even right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me it goes all the way back to the garden. That that was God's kind of uh, first beginnings with humanity, right? He walked among them. He said, be fruitful and multiply. And so ever since that distortion happened, when, when sin entered the world, God has been recreating us back and bringing yeah. us back to that place of the garden where, where he dwelt with us. Yeah. And so there's this uh, great cosmic renewal plan that God is unfolding right now. And it, it started happening uh, when he brought Jesus into the world through yeah. the Jewish people, his chosen people, mm-hmm. the Messiah, Jesus, to start to show us what it looks like to start living in that deep, intimate relationship with God in the way that he intended it to be in the beginning. That's right. And so the Holy Spirit, Jesus sends the Holy Spirit, comes to remake us and renew mm-hmm. us into that divine image and purpose uh, and connection with God. And so, like John said, there is this eventual uh, end game yeah. where this will be reality. Right now, we're not there yet, but we have a part to play now before the end game comes, before Jesus comes back and truly reigns as king on this physical mm-hmm. earth. Yep. We have a missional mandate from Jesus to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, to show people what this coming kingdom looks like yes. and how we can begin now to start submitting to this king in our lives, yes. to start living our lives under this authority of King Jesus so that we can be prepared yeah. when he comes back and he is coming back. John. That's right. That's right. I mean, man, that's just all this stuff is really exciting. I was thinking as you said that, that when Jesus, when he is resurrected, He's, there's a story of him walking on this road, the road to, uh, to Emmaus, the Emmaus road, excuse me. And there are two people that are with him and they don't know who he is. And how does it, what does it say that he does? It says he starts with Moses mm-hmm. and the prophets. So Jesus could have resurrected and been like, here I am. I'm Jesus. I'm son of God. I'm this, I'm that. And all these things. But in order to explain his mission and his role and what he was accomplished, he was all the way back. Yeah. To the beginning to say, God is telling a story and here's my role in it. Mm. And so that's where we're going right now. Yeah. So we're going to this place of God is telling a story. We're all invited to participate in it. So what does it look like for the person that's listening right now going, oh my gosh, Mm. either a, 
I didn't even realize. Like, I, yeah. you, what do you mean, God is, mm. God is is inviting me into this? Or maybe B, I get it, John and Seth, but I, I don't know how to find out what my role is. I'm yeah. unsure what it is. What does that like practically look like for me? And so I think that's what we want to talk about now. Yeah, and and even thinking about this timeline of events, the great cosmic plan, as we've been talking about, that the timeline that we're in right now is the time uh, where Jesus says. Uh, you will be my witnesses in <laughs> Jerusalem. I don't know again. why it's still going off. Can you fix that for me? I'm not a tech guy. Yeah, keep guy. going. I, keep going. I'm not a tech guy. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, the timeline we're in right now is the time of, hey, go and be my witnesses in Jerusalem and, and all these places across the ends of the world, right? That's the time we're in, and we haven't fulfilled that mission in its completeness yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to go and start off with uh, a pretty amazing story of how we see Paul's journey, uh, trans, uh, this journey of transformation to where he was um, born in the Jewish nation and high up in the Jewish yeah. world and Jewish law, and Jesus radically transforms him. He, w- he was murdering Christians. He was putting them in jail, yeah. trying to stop this movement of the way uh, of Jesus, of Christianity, and Jesus radically encounters him, and Paul basically changes in an instant and Jesus gives him this mission. Okay, let's uh, go. He says to him, basically his mission was that you are my chosen instrument to take my name to the Gentiles, to kings, and to Israelites. And Jesus basically said, I will show you how much you must suffer for my name. Mm. And so Paul Paul had this greater mission, but I think John's going to share something about how he had this larger mission, but the Holy Spirit would actually direct him and give him yep. directions as he was on this greater, broader yep. mission for his life. That's right. So a couple things about what Seth just read that I think is really interesting. Uh, I think many of us who are listening to this podcast have had that um, Damascus Road experience. Maybe not quite as dramatic as Paul, where yeah. you, hear, you hear the voice, the audible voice of the Lord, or see a vision, or, or whatever. But we've had those that moment. Um, and if you haven't, man, it's awesome. <laughs> when you surrender to Jesus as as your King and like are actually serious about it, um, there it can be. It's just it's just a beautiful time. And we've had that moment that what we've had, we've kind of we've repented. We said, man, I, I, what I've been doing. Paul had a moment of repentance. This like killing off the church. Um, all these different things. He had a moment where he changes. And and in that moment, the change happens because of what Jesus has done, first of all. And the the call comes from Jesus himself. Mm. The call didn't come from man. And Paul is very clear about that over and over. The, this call didn't come from someone saying, hey, this is your calling in life. Right. The call came from knowing that Jesus had spoke to him. And now today... I mean, I, I, God, if he wants to, can audibly speak. Lord, right now, I would love for you to audibly speak to me. Like I would, That would be beautiful, amazing. Um, but most oftentimes, um, that's not how he speaks. And so if you're that person that's thinking, man, how do I, what, what is my role? First, I will say that, and we'll get there, that the scripture has stuff for us to do. Right. And we're going to get there yeah. here in a second. So it's, it's not just around about sitting around doing nothing until you hear this great call, but a very important part is to begin listening Yeah, to begin to say, Jesus, are you speaking? Um, what, what gifts have you given me? Uh, Jesus, what, what, what direction are you leading me? Holy spirit, 
And I think we can go to that next part maybe. But I just wanted to emphasize that this comes from the Lord. And so many times in the church, like we're feeling like we have to have a pastor tell us or someone else tell us. And while God does speak through his body 1,000%, I really feel like it's so important that we know that Jesus has led us. His spirit has led Mm. us to do X, Y, or Z. That way it won't be shaken. John, I had some that just hit me right now that the Holy Spirit just gave me. Your mission may not be a uh, event-based ministry. Mm. It, your mission it's, is your well, it's life. Not. <laughs> it's, yeah, but I think a lot, a lot of people would think that. Yeah, it's a life. Your mission is your lifestyle. Yeah, and what? there were there were different roles. Like Paul yeah. was um, an apostle to. You know, he he went to the Jewish people. He ended up going to the Gentiles. And you see that he was called and the Lord said, you're a chosen instrument to the Gentiles. He tells him that. But there are people who were chosen instruments to the Jewish people. There are in the scriptures, there are people who are dedicated to the word and to prayer, while there are people who are dedicated to waiting tables and feeding people who are hurting. Yeah. And I think that that's an important thing because we all, a lot of us think that our roles have to be the same. Yeah. And that's not the case. There are people who are financially supporting Paul during times of his life. There are times when Paul is making tents and doing, you know, doing on that to support himself. And so I just, I just want to say, breathe a little bit Yeah. and begin to talk to God. And like I said before, ask, what am I good at? What has God already gifted me with? Mm-hmm. And begin to think about that. And then I would also encourage you to begin to think about and pray about what does that look like for the situations that I'm in right now? What does that look like? Because oftentimes we get this, God's calling me to Africa or he's calling me to Europe or China or whatever. And he absolutely can, like 1000% can. But I would ask yourself, what are you doing right now where God already has planted you? Yeah. And God may call you there, but I know a lot I've, I've known missionaries and that, that are really surprised when they go overseas and recognize, Oh, this is hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so, so what is God, what, if you're working at Cracker Barrel, we got some friends that work at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. What is God, what is the Holy Spirit leading you to do right there? Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, you do know, dive into the scriptures because he will tell you things to do. And pray and listen. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this is a, a beautiful thing um, about our grander mission is that the Holy Spirit will give us direction. Yeah. And and so Paul here, he has this great moment, and he knows this great mission. You are to bear my name huge. to all these people. But, you know, in practicality, it's like, okay, it's maybe like, Maybe, maybe Jesus, you know, you go into your prayer closet and you feel like God really wants you to be on mission in your workplace mm-hmm. and when you go to the grocery store because those are the, the two main areas of, of public influence that you go to. And so when you go to work, you're thinking, okay, I'm on mission right now. Yeah. But that doesn't, that's not where it stops. That's not where the intimacy with Jesus stops. You know that you're on mission at work. And so while you're there, you're actively listening to yeah. the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what is my job today? Yeah. You say, I want you to go talk it, talk to Paul in uh, you know, consumer products. And so you say, okay, I'll go, I'll go have a conversation with Paul today. And it may, that may be where it starts. That may yeah. be all he wants you to do for the day. But there's this intimate relationship that you're having with the Holy Spirit that you're aware yeah. that you're on mission. So that, that 
it may not be like, oh, I, I know exactly what I'm going to do today. But yeah. as you're there, That's the Holy right. Spirit is moving you and prodding you. And you're just aware and listening to him because you know this is where I'm supposed to be focused on that. That's right. Let's let's look at this um, Acts chapter 16 real quick and look at how Paul yeah. as on, is on mission. Because I think it, it really speaks to what you're saying uh, there, Seth. I think that this is big. So um, I'm going to read... 16. I'm going to start in verse 6 real quick and just point out a few things very, very briefly. Uh, this is Paul on mission going around, um, and it says that they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. A couple things. Um, we have to learn how to be led by the Spirit. Yeah. Too many times in ministry, my ministry, I have tried to program out what it means to be missional, what it means to be, um, to live intentionally. I think that's a word that I'm like in my mind is ringing Seth yeah. as you're talking, like being intentional about your workplace, intentional about your prayer life, intentional and not just like letting it just kind of go by and you go, Oh, what just happened today? Like being intentional about being on mission with God. Um, but there's no way there is, there's, there, it's not a program. Mm -hmm. God is a person. Right. He's right. a person. And so we have to get into that time of prayer, like it doesn't also mean that you have to just be in your prayer closet or room with the door shut. It is while you're driving. It is waiting wherever you're at. You just say, Hey Lord, is there anyone that you want to highlight? Is there any, you know, is there anything that's taking place? Cause this is what Paul's doing here. Yeah. Paul is on mission. He knows he is commissioned to be an apostle to the Gentiles. He's going around and he is sharing the kingdom. He is starting up. They're starting up communities of faith, but it says that as he's going and doing that, so he has a directive from God. Another thing that a, a wise man, uh, John King, had, had shared with me was sometimes people go, I'm having a hard time hearing what God told me. And he had encouraged me to say, well, have you done what he told you to do last? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like sometimes we're like, we're, we, we become so word crazy sometimes in the church. Maybe, yeah. I, you know, I can, can I get a witness? Like that we're all we want to do is hear words from God. And it's like maybe God's not speaking to you about mission because he yeah. already told you something to do and you just hadn't done it yet. Yeah. When you do that, then there'll be something else for you to do. Or, or maybe it's going back to what we talked about last week about becoming like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you're not even in a place to be a witness right now because you're not becoming like Jesus. Yeah. And, and you're living in, in a, a wrong way. And he's saying, get to know me. For, mm. That Your mission right now is get to know me. Grow deeper with me. Become like me so that your witness can be upheld. Yeah. That's good. So, I mean, that, that ties back to last week. So yeah. I, I think we have a mission and purpose from God, but we also have biblical and uh, just God centered things that we are becoming yes. daily. Yeah. Daily. We're, we're becoming missional. Yeah. We're becoming intentional with our lives now. Um, and that's, that's, that's a huge reason we're doing this podcast is to encourage people, everyday people, that are cashier workers at Walmart, that are that are on factory lines, that are business people, whatever it may be, to live lives intentional and on mission with God's in in God's grand plan yeah. with their role. And so today, uh, this is just a big encouragement: is us to help you go, help you to begin to start listening to the Holy Spirit, but also step out in the things that you already know. Like even if you're like I've never heard from, then do what the scriptures say to do. Like Seth mentioned earlier, go and make disciples of all na of all nations. We know that we're called to do that no matter what. 
and start to do that. And as you do that, I've often found that God brings direction as we're going. And as we've taken steps of faith already, then he provides more clear direction. So exactly what's happening here, they're going through Phrygia and Galatia, but the Holy Spirit, as they're on mission, as they're doing what God's told them to do, the Holy Spirit is saying, well, don't go to Asia. Yeah. And so he's forbidden them. He said, it, it, I, I want, I'd be interested to know what that looked like. Um, if they all just had a yeah. discernment that says no, or if he had come to a dream or a vision or whatnot, but they're on mission and God is directing them while they're on mission. And then just a little few more verses down, it says during the night in verse nine, Paul had a vision there stood uh, a man of Macedonia pleading with him and saying, come over to Macedonia to help us. So as Paul is on mission, the Holy Spirit is directing him. Yeah. And I think that that's, that is a, a key piece to this, to begin to be on mission, to begin to say, I'm going to be intentional. And maybe we're not hearing from God because we're not serious about that. Yeah. That's good. Like, he's not going to direct us if we're not going to do it. I mean, maybe yeah. he'll give us the opportunity for us not to. But if we're, if we're, if we're on mission, then he will direct us. Yeah. I want to bring us even back to Moses because Moses had this experience as well. Moses, he grew up in the, you know, Pharaoh's palace through divine intervention. You know, God, God placed, you know, Pharaoh was trying to kill all the Jewish boys, but he ends up being in his palace, which is amazing in, in, in this fact. And Moses thinks I'm going to free my Jewish people who are held in captivity and slavery uh, by the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ends up killing an Egyptian that was persecuting uh, one of his Jewish brothers. Um, and series unfolds. Moses runs away because he's going to be killed by Pharaoh. And he has this, you know, period of years and years where he's not, he's not really doing much. And he's, he, he gets married and then he's a sheep herder. Um, and then he's on this mountain one day and this bush is on fire. And God basically says to him, Moses, you are going to go and free my people mm-hmm. out of Egypt. And so he had this great mission that God gave him. And through a, through, through a lot of uh, kind of back and forth, Moses eventually agrees to go and do this. Um, but God basically tells him, this is your mission. Go. Therefore, like, go. I'm yeah. sending you. But the specific directions would be given to him yes. as he was going. And as he was there, and so as he was there, he was he was approaching Pharaoh. God says, this is what you need to say to Pharaoh. Moses says it. He comes back. This is what you need to say this time. He says it. He comes back. And, and it's, it's this great intimacy, and I think that's a beautiful thing about this, is when we're on mission, God wants intimacy with us. Yeah. And so there's this beautiful piece of receiving your directions as you're going. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And so let's get super practical and just, I'm going to share some stuff from Seth and I's life. I also, I failed to mention that after it says that they had seen the Macedonia vision, it said, we immediately tried to cross over to Macedonia. Paul was, when he heard God, he would go do it Yeah. immediately. Like, let's not, let's not, uh, you know, no delay. Yeah. No delay. I was going to probably say something inappropriate. (laughs) Um, anyways. And so, like, let me give you some examples. So Seth and I work out at a gym. We've been working out at Gold's Gym. They, yeah, we should tell, we should ask them to pay us $100 for that plug right there. Yep. Because we have millions of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, we're working out. But as, yeah, as we're, as we're working out at Gold's, you know, Seth and I are also, we, you know, I've been going to hookah bar and um, God had done some great things at the hookah bar, uh, a young man who was Hindu has come to know the Lord and 
join the co- a community of believers. It's been really, really cool. Um, but as we're doing stuff like that, we are being intentional and prayerful about God. Where are you working? Where are you leading us? Every, just day in and day out, practical, practical things. And oftentimes, like there's times whenever I don't have clarity yet. Mm-hmm. Seth, I mean, you mentioned that God doesn't always do that. Like there's sometimes there is a delay and then there's yeah. just a point in time where as we're doing this together, we both just feel in our hearts, we need to be really intentional about going to the gym. Yeah. And as we're at the gym, we need to be intentional about meeting people, mm-hmm. about loving people. And that's what we've you know been doing for the last couple months. And we have some really cool stories yeah. that I don't think we'll share now, but over the course of the podcast, we'll probably share some of these stories but it was as simple as going, like Seth said, okay, where am I going? Okay, well, let you listen to the Lord and step out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll share one just because I think it's it's All helpful. Right. Um, so when I went to the, you know, when we go to the gym, we have this in the back of our heads, right now we are on mission because this is mm-hmm. where this is where God we're wants us to be. We're always on mission. mission. That's we're, what we need to be. We're always on mission, but this is our specific area mm-hmm. of focus, right? And so we're super intentional about being here. Yeah. Right. And so I'm, as I'm working out, I'm kind of, I'm in conversation with God. I'm like, God, is there anybody in here that I'm supposed to meet? And, and sometimes I'll just have this like feeling, this drawing, like, Hey, there's a guy sitting down over there. I need to go meet him. So I, that happened the other day. And I went and talked to this guy and he was so spiritually open. It was mm. amazing. I, and I talked to him about, you know, I could, I could help you, you know, come closer to God. We could start praying together. And, and he was just amazed that I was even offering him some of these things. And yeah. we met up and talked about it and, and he was wanting to repent and start to follow Jesus. And, and it was just this amazing moment. And I had a choice, right? I had a choice. That's right. I, I did. I was honestly, I was scared to go up and talk to him. I was like, he's doing sleds. Uh, do I want to go up there and, <laughs> you know, talk to him? If, can I use the sleds? But I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Let's, let's just do it. Um, Will he there. ask me to do sleds? Because then I don't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, oh, we did. We did it. <laughs> but it was just a beautiful moment of yeah. I, I made a friend. And it was really simple and organic and simple and chill and easy. Yeah. And it doesn't always happen like that. Right. And so we want to be really transparent about this. Like, for example, God may just be using you as a vessel to see if someone's open, to offer to them this. Sure. they People rejected Jesus, you know. Like yeah. A lot of people rejected yeah. Jesus. I mean, and again, the other day we had a conversation. Both of us have been talking to a guy, and we brought up, you know, some spiritual things a little, uh, just a kind of litmus test, and yeah. he didn't seem very open. Yeah. So maybe he will be later. I don't know. But the cool thing was, was like, like that. I just, I just want to share that that happens. Yeah. But again, your mission might have, that might have been our mission. Yeah. It's, the, it's that person's choice how they're going to respond to it. Yeah, the, the in your head, your idea of success does not determine your success. Your That's success right. is if you obeyed the Holy Spirit in doing what he did. That that's that's your definition of success, and I, I just want to bless you with that because it took me a while to figure that out, and I, I I got really hardened down on myself when I messed up. But I was doing what the Holy Spirit told me to. It, what they did in response was was not up to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So I think we should just kind of close out the episode by getting, again, very practical yep. and just stating that if you're listening right now and you're going, you know, I want to be on mission, um, I want to become more intentional, that it, it starts with prayer and reading the scriptures yeah, and intimacy with God. And then as you're reading the scriptures and you're praying, I would encourage you to begin to actually do. So like stop reading the scriptures just to get information. Whenever it talks about loving your enemy, call an enemy and love them. 
Yeah. Like serious, like start doing the word, start doing what the Holy spirit is speaking to your heart. And if you're unsure this, I think a lot of people are unsure. Like, man, is this God or not? Try it. Mm -hmm. Like if you feel like, man, maybe I'm supposed to go talk to this person. Uh, maybe I'm sometimes God speaks a weird way for a while. I think it was our, yeah, our buddy Justin would say like God was drawing, pointing out people by hair color to the, to him. Hmm. And if maybe you're just drawn to him and go, I don't know if that's God or not. Go say hi. Just try it. What? I mean, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. You, you got to learn to hear his voice. That's right. And, and by, and there's no, and no one's going to hear it a hundred percent all the time. I mean, you're not, especially as we're learning how to hear his voice. Yeah. And so begin to step out and do that. And then I would also encourage you as a segue to next week that he always has us doing this in community. He sends out believers two by two. Um, He's always calling it called Israel as a community, as a nation. He calls the disciples to come follow him as a intimate community of 12. And there's more people that are following him and, and other things like that. And so as you're doing this, I would encourage you to not only do it, but to begin to share. Yeah what you're trying, what you're doing, what you're, what you're about being more intentional with others and maybe they'll join in. Maybe you can have someone that you're calling and saying, Hey, let's call each other once a week and let's talk about, you know, our being intentional. Yeah. And we'll get more to that next week. But Seth, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah. The last thing I was gonna say, I just feel like I'm supposed to open this up. If you're in the middle Tennessee area Mm. and you're looking for a community that is trying to do this, learning how to do this in lifestyle and doing it together, doing it in community. Um, Why don't you just email and and you want to be part of maybe our community? Yeah. um, Why don't you just email the bread global at gmail.com? There you go. The bread global at gmail.com. And we would love to connect with you and uh, just offer you a community to do that with. Yeah. You can check us out on Facebook and Insta and stuff and send us a message that way as well. I mean, yeah, and it'll it'll get to Seth and I, and it's our, like you said, a community of people that are that are trying. Yeah, I mean, we're giving it. it it's not. It doesn't always look glorious, but we have some really cool stories of yeah. God reaching people that would be separated from Him mm-hmm. if they had not received Him, and it's um, almost brings me to tears to think that God would use some ragamuffins, some <laughs> some jokers like us. Uh, when I'm thinking about all of our community of believers. Uh, it's just, it, it's just amazing. It's amazing. And think of, and I just want to say back to Moses, Moses was totally unqualified. He thought, yeah, if you feel unqualified, God is the one that gives you the power. Yeah. It's, it's his spirit that gives you the power. It's, it's not you. You're probably in a good place if you feel like you're unqualified. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just uh, pray us out, bro. You pray us out. Okay. All right. Father, I'm in awe of your grand cosmic plan. Lord, I'm in awe that you're a God that desires to restore people who hated you that you're a God who desires to bring renewal to people who uh, stabbed you in the back, um, who nailed you to a cross, who rejected you for thousands of years, Lord, rejected you as king, and yet you have so much grace and mercy and so much restorative power. Like, that's who you are. Mm. You are that type of a God. God, we are, we're blown away. And I just ask right now that you would help us to become a people like that, that you would help us to become a people. Jesus was intentional when he came to this earth on his mission, that we would be intentional about bringing restoration to this world, about participating in your renewal of the earth and your prepar- in the preparation for your coming kingdom. And that, Lord, I just ask that spirit that you would just open up our ears everywhere we're at to the opportunities that you are putting before us and the Amen. directing that you're putting before us. 
And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Yep. Also, if we're on, if you're listening on uh, Facebook or whatever, we're. I just want to make mention we're on Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. You can download it there. Subscribe. Leave us a rating. We would really appreciate it. See you.